It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast. Thank you for listening to these. We are going to discuss the just-dropped 2020 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship schedule that uh, is finally out, and we're going to finally have some clarity in regards to where we're going this summer for the Outdoor Nationals. Of course, Supercross squeezed in their seven rounds in uh, Salt Lake City, and uh, we've got a nine-round motocross series at eight different tracks. That we'll, uh, we'll talk about that and break it all down and uh, get some thoughts on that. Uh, there are definitely some thoughts on that out in the pits, uh, out in the paddock from different teams and, and riders that I've spoken to so far. Of course, I'm Steve Mathis. Thank you for listening. Rental.com for more information, more titles and all other brands combined. That's a, a great accomplishment for the folks at Rental. And of course, whether it's sprockets or chains or uh, mountain bike bars and stems or the 7 8 bar, the fat bar, the twin wall bar, and the new fat bar 36, rentall.com has you covered for all of your control needs. Of course, uh, their grips are fantastic as well, available in different densities. Rentall.com, used by Supercross champion Eli Tomac, used by Kenny Roxon, and uh, the fat bar 36. I've got uh, a pair on my uh, Blue Crew, and I absolutely love them. They're great. So please check them out, rentall.com. they got a whole fitment chart on there as well. So we thank those guys for coming on board and you know the name and you know the quality that Renthal stands for. So with me to discuss this Renthal reaction, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship schedule dropping. First up from Kiefer Inc. It's Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? How are you? Thank you for having me. First time on the show. First time, long time? Yep. First time, long time. Uh, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to the schedule that just came out. Uh, also here on the line uh, from Southern California, from Renthal.com, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Yeah, what's up, Steve? Delighted to have Chris join us as well. Yep. So, yep. How's, um, how's everything at Renthal? How's everything at uh, Renthal? Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, obviously England is still affected by COVID a little bit differently than how things are being affected here. So, uh, But we have really good demand for all our stuff uh, in North America, and now Australia is starting to wake up, and I think the rest of the world will follow here shortly. So it's uh, it's all good. I think COVID has actually been a bit of a blessing to power sports. So it's been all it's been all good. And Paul, your favorite series, the MXGP series, mm. is getting ready to oh, go. Yeah, can't wait. Chris oh. and I, Chris and I both love it. We can't wait. It's yeah. going to be the '84 show. Come I on. think. <laughs> I don't so. know. Two forty three <laughs> looks good. Two forty three. Just he does look good. Yeah, but yeah. I can't wait to watch those guys. And and um, yeah, that's exciting, man. Where it's I love getting to talk about racing. It's been a uh, hell of a year, so all, racing's exciting. You're all counting out Tony Caroli, the master. I know. He's healed up. Right. You know, he had that break. He had a little bit of a knee issue. He's good. Tony's He's really good. good. So you just right. you guys Can I wait. mention something about Renthal? Yes, go ahead. RIP 7-8's handlebars. <laughs> they're gone. Well, yeah. Gone. When it comes to OEM motorcycles, yep, there's... Yeah, officially now it. because the KX250 was the last one? KX and 450 and 250. Oh, the 450 had it too. Yeah. Okay. So now yeah. they're on... Uh, Actually, the the same rental fat bar that Honda has on their 450 and 250. Wait, that's production. Yeah, Paul. Yes. Yeah. The what? No, the fat bar yeah. 36. No, no, oh, no. Oh, just oh, fat bar. Oh, fat bar. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you meant the, one of the team was running. No. Got it. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. So seven eighths bar. You know what though? I just ordered seven eighths rental bar for my factory 500. You need that on a 500. You need whatever <laughs> whatever bike you're building has. The standard bar, that's what you need on that bar. On yes. that bike. So seven eighths. Dude, don't count seven eighths. That's that's what I'm saying. 
Paul seems to disagree yeah. at times, but yeah, I no. I like a seven eights. Yep. Um, mini bikes too, obviously. Still, run, a lot of mini bikes running seven eights. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of applications for seven eights out we, there still. We are not going to turn this into a fake science, are we? No, we're okay, just going right. to keep it trucking. I just okay. wanted to mention right, RIP right, okay. seven eights. <laughs> uh, all right, so the schedule came out. Like I said, nine rounds, eight different races. Starting at Loretta Lynn's August fifteenth. There's a couple of weekends off in there. There's a race on a Saturday at Redbud. And then we're going to all stay there and race on Tuesday at Redbud. Uh, initially, Paul, <laughs> looking at the schedule, what are your thoughts? Um, well, first off, I was delighted to see nine. Honestly, I thought it'd be shorter. Yeah, I did too. Um, I did too. I, yeah, so I think nine is awesome. I think all the different tracks. I mean, we only have one. Let's call it a doubleheader. We only have one there uh, at Redbud. So seven different tracks. Uh, I'm sorry, eight different tracks, nine different rounds. I think that's, you know, there's no asterisks on this thing at all. Um, so I think that's cool. That's a positive. That's exciting. We're racing all over the country. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a true championship given, you know, the circumstances we have, I'm excited for it. Well, listen, you guys live in California and there are definitely some restrictions down here in SoCal. The final round is for Paula and I can't help but notice on racer X website, there was a note at the beginning of the schedule saying, uh, due to the shutdown, all dates and locations are highly subject to to change mm-hmm. uh and one of the ones that i'm looking at paul uh is paula uh saturday october 10th um i guess none of us know we don't have a crystal ball but paul do we get these nine rounds in including paula um yeah i think we get them in who knows what paula will look like i mean we're at the mercy of a real moron of a governor in this state so um uh who knows but i mean i, I I, I, you you want to think that we're going to get them in, right? Um, I mean, I, I think they can execute to a plan to race, even though even if there wouldn't be fans, I think there's a way to go racing. So I, I think for sure we'll race, but who knows what it would look like at Paula. You know, I just don't know. Yeah, right now, no fans at these venues, but they are going to have amateur races, and the amateur racing people are going to be allowed to that's how they get around to it. stay around yeah. and, and watch the races the next day. So they're going to have fans of some sort of these that are going to be amateur racers. Of course, social distancing's in effect. Of course, masks will be in effect for everybody. There'll be hand sanitizing stations everywhere. I imagine myself and the media, we won't have access to these racers and teams just, you know, similar to the supercross people. So, um, Kiefer, do you think we get all these in? Uh, man, I was just up in Washougal. And they were really adamant about everyone wearing masks and doing these things. And they've had visits from health inspectors, people from the government coming to make sure everything is going the correct way. And there was a few breakouts in Washougal as far as people getting pissed off because they didn't want to wear masks. But the promoter's like, hey, man, then you got to get the hell out of here. So Washington is much like California Mm -hmm. where... It is very, it's it's in flux right now, so it's very liquid. So if there is two, I would say Washougal and Paula. But for me, you're on Indian land in Paula. And I feel like there are some exceptions when you're on that land. So honestly, I think Paula goes, and Washougal is the one that I'm kind of okay. on the fence on. All right, yeah, that'll be interesting to, to see. I'm with you, Paul. I'm glad... Last time we did the Renthal Reaction Pod, we speculated that there might just be six. I heard a couple weeks ago, six rounds at three tracks. Right. That's what I heard from a pretty good source. So to see nine rounds at eight tracks is is much better than that. I, I fully expected to see six rounds, three tracks. Um, I walked in on this 
uh, a couple of days ago, two, three days ago, I was at KTM and I walked in on a conversation and Roger was talking and they were like, yep. Yeah. And it was like all asses and elbows. Cause everyone was like getting stuff ready. Hey, we're going racing. And I was like, wow. So they're like, yep. Nine rounds. Um, didn't really say the tracks, but I was right, like, right. wow, I couldn't believe it was actually happening. So, Paul, first one, Loretta Lynn's, um, the, the week after the amateur race. I haven't been there since 1998, but I've certainly been there and watched a lot of video from there. They are going to have to make some dramatic adjustments, in my opinion, for this. I mean, there'll be people bitching because there's people bitching, people who win the lottery bitch. Right. So there'll be people bitching, <laughs> bitching about it. But but for reals, Paul, they're going to have to make some big changes, I think, to Loretta's to make it 450 best riders in the world uh, ready. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think, I think they'll make some changes to, to the retro, the track for, you know, professional 450, 250 guy. It is kind of like a super mini track there. You know, it's a lower speed track, really tight, rutted and, and slow. Um, uh, I, I don't know what, what it would look like. You know, I, I have a feeling they're going to be very, um, conscious of, preserving the legacy of what the amateur race is as far as making changes. I don't think they'll make a ton of changes to, to sections of the track that have to do with the amateur race. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I'm sure they'll make some adjustments, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, maybe they'll complain, but it's still a place to race a safe place to race. I think, I think every single ride on the starting line will be excited to go there because they've all spent their childhood childhoods at that race. And I think it's going to be a real special event. So, um, yeah, I'm sure they'll make some track changes, but, um, but I, I, I think it's going to be a really good event. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Paul. Like I think the lap times are close to a normal national. It's about two minutes, you know, and the, the pros probably just be doing under that. Um, there is some room in the back. If they wanted to add to the track near Storyland, they can add a little bit back there in the woods. And I agree. I think they might build the lips up a little bit. Um, maybe make the, the 10 commandments a little, little taller, a little steeper like they do in Washougal. Um, but for me, it'll be interesting to see how, how wide they get. Cause I still feel like in some sections at Loretta's and, and Paul can maybe attest to this, it's narrow in spots. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of manipulate it to make it worth 40 pros going for it on a, on an amateur style track. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. You guys are both right. People will be stoked to be there, right? It, like they're guys who grew up with Loretta's. Yeah, I think it's yeah, more of a homey so. type yeah, race. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I have a lot of feelings on Loretta's and amateur racing, but we won't get into this. I mean, you love amateur in racing. The Renthal Reaction Pod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, well, maybe that's for another time. But both of you were going to the ranch this year, so you guys are you guys are all in. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I will say. So this schedule dropped yesterday. This is Friday as we were recording it. And I got two texts, one from a team owner, one from a team manager. And then we, I spoke to two team VIPs yesterday at Glen Helen. You could probably figure out one of them because we were literally riding their bike. Right. Uh, not so stoked on the schedule, mileage-wise, uh, Kiefer. Goes to California, to Tennessee, up to Washougal, back to Indiana, then you're kind of out back there, and then you got to head out to Florida uh, and then come back to California anyways. But, you know, in the words of everybody, like, like Washougal's awesome. The Huffmans do a great job. We know this. But these guys are like, what are we doing? Like, we're all trying to save budgets here. So early on, again, people will complain no matter what, Kiefer, but, dude, I, I, independently, I started getting texts and talking to people, and they all brought that up like, 
WTF? Do you right. think they have a legitimate uh, gripe there? I do. I mean, as far as working and logistics and the money side of it, I understand. But I'll play devil's advocate. Let's say we don't have racing. Let's say this just doesn't happen. Yeah. There's a lot of jobs that are going to be at stake, and there's going to be a lot of money that'll be lost um, with having no racing. I know for a fact a lot of guys are like, hey, man, if there's no racing this summer, I don't know what I'm going to do right. because my job is racing. I have to either, A, support the racing side yep. or the, the dirt bike racing side or products or something. Yep. And if we don't have that, hey, layoff time, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I had one team. I heard through the grapevine one team was telling MX Sports, we're going to fold up if we don't go racing. There it is. We're going to fold up. And, and you know, so because they they're not getting paid unless they're racing from their sponsors. And let's let's so. let's paint this picture. I know some satellite teams don't go outdoor racing, but there are still some out there. Yeah, they're getting paid by sponsors to go race. And next year, this could be like a snowball effect. Let's say we don't go racing this year. Well, hey, you didn't get we didn't get our product or our motorcycle shown this summer, so we can't afford or don't have the money for you for next year. So for you, yes, it kind of sucks, but oh well, that's where you're at. I would say if I'm in the market for racing, if I'm a manufacturer, yeah. I need or to, team, or, or team, yeah. I need to suck it up, get through this time because it sucks for everybody. What's the like I said? What's the alternative not right. to go? Right. So yeah, both sides suck. We have to go race. We got to go travel. Yep. Let's go do it. Uh, what do you think, Paul? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with Chris. You know, if I put on my my brand, my sponsor hat, um, to not have racing, that's that's a big ripple effect that Chris started to, to allude to. Right. And, you know, we pay these teams to, we signed up for 29 races for 17 supercrosses and 12 outdoors. And if we don't get any outdoors, I mean, that sucks. Like that's not what we signed up for. That's not what anybody signed up for. So, um, I think that would have drastic ripple effects than having to, then, then being, you know, worried or, or I guess, upset about the extra driving and the extra gas that it takes to go from a couple of these rounds. Um, I, I mean, you have to know that their hands were tied on a lot of, a lot of, I'm, I'm sure they didn't set out to say, Hey, we're going to try to make the longest schedule possible. No, or, you know, no. we don't want to drive right. these guys across the country. That's yeah. not what they're sitting in there saying, right? right. They're right. saying, how do we make this possible? So to me, uh, you know, again, as a, with my brand hat on nine rounds of the championship, no asterisks, like I get it going from Tennessee to Washington and back to Indiana sucks. But um, at least we're going racing. Like, I, I, it's not going to be ideal. But um, I guess I, you know, I think in 2020, there's just no room for for complaining anymore. I, I, we have. To, I think it's awesome that we're going racing and that we're forcing it to happen because it needs to. If, if I think we can't accept not going racing this year because, like Chris said, there's there's just going to be too many ripple effects that that we wouldn't account for that we won't be able to return from. Well, one of the people I spoke to, and again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I'm I'm kind of with you guys. One of the people I spoke to was like, hey, you know, with the Utah thing, we were all going to Utah and we knew we were all tested and we were cleared and we were good to go. And we were all in this Salt Lake City. It was, you know, the, the best that could it could be. And this person's point was now we're getting on planes for eight weekends. Right. You know, we're, 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 we're yeah. but, you know, not to get political, but and, and it always turns that way. But it does seem like the airplanes with a mask on and the filtration system to me seems pretty good flying i've read both sides of course depending on where you sit but this person was like i just think we shouldn't be on airplanes that much as well well then the, so well then that person they should they should drive then i mean if, <laughs> if, if you don't if you don't want to get if you don't want to get sick you can take efforts to get sick like i don't want to be sick no matter 
last year, 10 years ago, I don't like getting sick. So you always wash your hands and you stay away from people a little bit. You keep your distance. If you don't want to get sick, you won't get sick. It's simple as that. But if you're broing down and kissing people and running all over the place, then yeah, you might get sick. So yes, I'm out then. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm more on your guys' side, but I'm just. I just think in our industry, more everybody's pretty healthy for the most part. Mm-hmm. And yep. they're willing to go do this. Maybe that guy you talked to wasn't, but yep. I would say 90% of our industry be like, I, I want to go work. Yep. I want to go travel. I want to go to the races, you know? Now, I'll, I'll take precautions. I touched on this in the very beginning. And, you know, look, MX Sports, they don't have a crystal ball. They can't tell everybody that these are the nine races that are happening. I hope, Paul, that we don't get into this situation where these teams were, you know, we're booking tickets, we're booking hotel rooms, we're going ready for these series, and and due to no fault of MX Sports, things flip, and all of a sudden one round is canceled or one round is moved or whatever. Yeah. I just – and again, I yeah. wouldn't necessarily blame MX Sports for this because things can change, and we all know this, but – Sweet Jesus, Paul. I hope it doesn't turn into something like that. Yeah, I mean, we just have to hope that yeah. it doesn't, right? Yeah. Obviously, there could be something that happens outside of MX Sports' hands that they may be forced to do something. But I, I got to, again, I'm going to hand it to them. I think they've done an awesome job through this entire process. You know, if you look at the MXGP calendar, that thing has changed 16 times, I think, where we've had basically one change for the most part, one or two changes to the U.S. motocross series. So I think they've done a good job as, as far as waiting as long as they can, providing as much mm-hmm. notice as they can. I mean, you know, everybody has 30 days to prepare and be at Loretta Lynn's on August 15th now to race. I think that's acceptable. Um, and then, yeah, the, what you just said, we just have to – you can't plan for that, right? It could happen. Yeah. And yeah, when yeah. it does, you cross that bridge when you get there. Do, um, do you think MX Sports has – uh, a number in mind, be like, okay, let's say this does happen. We get a few cancellations. What is the number that we call it a championship? I've never heard anything less than six. As I said, Same. you know, Paul and I did one of these Renthal reactions a couple of weeks ago, and I heard six rounds, three tracks from pretty good sources. So I think six is always going to be the minimum. Okay. You know, uh, hey, and, I, okay. and you got to think that you got to think that with some of the venues they have on here, I think, I almost, you have to assume in the back of their head is that, Hey, six is going to happen no matter what. Like yeah. we know we can race it in at Loretta Lynn's on private property. And, and you know, who, who knows how a lot of the situations of some of these rounds are, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that they're going to at least get six. You know, I like the the schedule as it is. Ironman's a great track. Red Bud, of course, is a great track. Millville's a great track. Mm-hmm. I think Lakewood is good. Florida is going to be nice in September. Won't be as hot, and it's a sand track, so that's a real good test. If you got to pick a schedule, like I, I don't like Unadilla. Part of it's personal because of the travel there right. and back and where you are. Yeah. I don't think Bud's is anywhere near what needs to be anymore. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of Hangtown necessarily. Like in my own eyes, these are – six of the best tracks Kiefer, that we go to absolutely you know there's red bud two red buds i don't think anyone's going to complain about racing red bud twice no because uh one the fans if there's not going to be social distancing that's where it's going to happen because that's going to be a long party weekend and well there won't be there'll be only the amateur people there though but yeah hello they're yeah, going to race I'll throw it. They're I mean, race. I'm sure. 
I'm sure those lot B guys can find a motorcycle to throw in their in their trailer. To lot, the lot B dudes gonna are gonna find a used bike. They're not yeah. gonna race. They're gonna sign up just yeah. so they can hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, that, that could be. That could be. Um, so I like the the track schedule. If you're gonna do this thing, uh, these are some really good tracks and good tests yeah. for the riders and everything. It's gonna be tough for the privateers. That's what we're talking about the travel. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I guess we didn't really talk about that. We talked about people that have to go. But the privateers, it's even tougher now that the schedule is kind of back and forth. So I think we're going to see a lot of regional, local privateer guys show up and do the specific rounds that are close to them. So Yeah, I, I can see privateers skipping Washougal, which that happens a lot already. Right. I mean, that's happened in the past. So I can see that happening. And, and, and yeah, Steve, when you go back to talking about the tracks, the one track that I, I'm – wondering where it's at is is what about southwick did you hear anything about that uh you know what early on i heard that they were they were just no 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 go that that state just isn't going to do it you know okay so i've never heard southwick uh cramping i'm cramping yeah tough i'm cramping cramping. um (laughs) some salt tablets I i need something hey so let me ask you two guys as racers former racers here uh National on Saturday at Redbud, National on Tuesday. I spoke to one top rider uh, yesterday, and he told me, you know what? We race Saturday now. Mm-hmm. Sunday's travel day. Yep. Monday recovery. Tuesday we do 2.30s. Yeah, same. Um, so yep. as a racer, as a program, whether it's Alden Baker or any of these super trainers or Eli or any of these guys, um, this isn't – obviously racing is different than practicing, but I'll start with you, Paul. No issues with that quick turnaround in your eyes? No problems? No, not at all. I mean, I, I think it's going to be fine. You don't have to worry about getting up, getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning on Sunday to catch a flight home on your rest day. You, now you can sleep in and you can have a proper rest day. I mean, you know, in talking with my buddy Dino, he, he was hoping to have a couple back-to-back, you know, doubleheaders at, at rounds because – um, I, him personally, he thinks he'll do, he'll do well in that situation. So I think, I think, yeah, totally fine. Um, it's been a years and years since I've raced the national, but yeah, you're roasted on Sunday, but by the time Tuesday comes around, you're yeah. ready to get back after it. So, and I think as a, well, first of all, uh, nobody will go home, right? Everyone will stay no, there. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I mean, no one's going to go. Yeah. To me, like I, the, I can't see it. Then. Right, right. If you talk to guys and you talk to them in Utah, Zach and those guys are like, dude, I'd rather race. Like, if I'm going to go do my motos, let's go racing. Like, I'd rather put yeah. myself out there and burn the energy when it's for something, you know? Well, like I said, yeah, this is this will be their regular days, Tuesday right. when they do motos. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I, lo- I love it. I mean, we're, we're one of the only motorsports where there's so much practicing happening, right? Like yeah, if you yeah, look at MotoGP yeah. and NASCAR, those guys don't practice. They just race. So, if we can cut out some practice days and, and race more, I think it's cool, yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. So... Look for the Monday night Pulp Mech show from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of South Bend. God, that's going to be great. So <laughs> that'll be Monday yeah. night. Lot uh, B. Yeah, Let's lo- set up a stage in Lot B. I'm in. If you do that, I'm yeah. in. I'm coming. Yeah, I think they, they'd probably let me do that. Um, so that'll be interesting to see such a quick turnaround for those two races. And then a weekend off would be nice for everybody else. Yep. Um, I did get a DM. Now, God knows what the weather could be like. Nobody, I don't trust the weatherman. You know, as far as you can throw them. But someone DM me the Colorado weather in October and like <laughs> there's snow. 
There's yeah. So Heather and I were talking about to you about yeah. Yeah, there's a good chance. It's not. I don't say there's a good chance. I want to say this guy said forty percent chance of snow on that day. Let me just tell you. So what? <laughs> that would be so cool to have a snow national. <laughs> October in that front range near that, it's unpredictable, and one day could be twenty five degrees. The next day is sixty eight. So that could fall right on that. Yeah. You could have a snow, you know, on Friday and then be 60 on Saturday. So, yeah. And, we, and we've seen that in the normal schedule yeah, too, yeah, where it's yeah. pissed down rain right. and it snowed before, you know, a week or two before the national. Yeah. So I think, uh, I remember racing mid September steel city was mid September ending for a few years there. And man, it's beautiful. It's fall, you yeah. know, back East. Like it's, it's really cool. Yeah. So Steve, that's, I was going to ask you, what's the coldest national you can remember? Mm. Um, it's gotta be a mud race or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just a mudder. Uh, Buds Buds ninety nine was cold. Buds ninety nine was really cold. Uh, that was a mudder, of course. Um, nothing comes to mind right away. I think I think Millville a couple years ago, everyone had sweaters on, but yeah. I can't remember anything either. Yeah, yeah, Millville. Uh, I know um, Unadilla was the last one <laughs> back in the day, and you could see everyone wearing like this was in the early nineties. RJ days mm-hmm. and everyone was wearing parkers around then. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cold. Um, and toques. Well, well, yeah. Toques. What about Florida? You know, you're a Florida guy there, Paul. What about September in Florida? What's that all about? Man, I can't really remember. I haven't lived there in like 10 years, but um, I think it can still be hot, but I think it's going to be quite nice actually in late September. Okay. Um, but yeah, you could still have heat, but I would, I would look for it to be around, 85 degrees or so or 80 i think it'd be nice does this schedule and this i'm throwing this on you guys without any prep so uh, apologies does this nine race schedule and these tracks and their way they're doing it does it favor any rider in either class in either one of your minds we've had you know a month and something off since since salt lake uh paul anybody come to mind as far as uh you know helping or hurting man i don't think so um chris i i don't i don't know only only person that comes to mind and this, and this is my reasoning in the 250 class i think this would kind of help j mart um and the reason i say this is because obviously he hasn't raced that much especially i'm talking outdoors in a quite some time and the grind of a long outdoor series can get to you no matter if you're in shape or not and he hasn't been racing so maybe this shortened schedule um, it's, it's a, it's only nine races in a short amount of time. And I think the only one that will maybe hurt him is the recovery part at Redbud. But man, I think it could help him to be, you know, won't be such taxing on him and he could really yeah. do something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Should be, uh, should be interesting. Renthal.com for more I, information on, on any of those products. Renthal reaction podcast. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. I, I, I just, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be, I, I mean, nine rounds This is the shortest one I can remember I, I, you know, I'm sure we had shorter ones years and years ago, but I think a lot of guys probably look at it as, you know, like, Hey, they have a better chance than normal. I mean, we've seen Baggett have the red plate mid season. And, and if he has the red plate at the same time in this type of series, he's looking at like four motos left to go and he could win a title. So, um, I think it's going to be, it's a little bit different. I think it's going to motivate a lot of guys to think that they have a better shot than they usually do. Cause it's not going to be so gnarly and, and, and so much of a grind, but I think, um, you know, Loretta's is going to be hot. Uh, Iron Man and Redbud, 
those can be very, very hot races. So I think it's going to be a really hot start to the season. And but um, but yeah, once you get through the first four or five, there's there's not much left, and it's over. So what about hurting? I think maybe because I was watching some last year's nationals here not too long ago, and Kenny was obviously having those problems. Now it's going to be burning hot. You're going to have these races stacked up on in, in each other. Maybe Kenny has a little bit of problem. Yeah, uh, we. I guess we don't know, right? Um, but yeah, that's definitely a concern. So, Steve, what are your thoughts? I, I um, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Does anybody beat Eli though? That's the no, th- no, no. Only only Jeffrey. Uh-uh. Only Jeffrey can. That's true. Yep. Right. 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 Yep. Um, that's an accurate statement. Great statement, Steve. I loved it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, here's what. Here's a pipe dream, though, guys. Um, and I, and again, it's a pipe dream. But so. When you go around the pits and talk to teams, and uh, and Paul, you've done it just maybe more than uh, uh, Kiefer has, but everybody wants less races. Everybody does. Now, whenever there's a weekend off, you know, Red Bull steps in with something or Monster steps in with something or there's some race in Europe. So these guys, you know, like it never really happens the way it wants to. But what if we, what if this works really well? And I know MX Sports and NBC have an issue with getting TV time for college football and for sports that goes on in the fall, hence why we were wrapping it up by Labor Day the last few years. But what if this really works well We and, and somehow, and I again, pipe dream, Okay. but what if we end up with like a month off in summer, you know, and then the Nationals start and everything's cooler weather, you know, we say we end up with a couple less nationals, which would make everybody happy, and we race more condensed schedule more in the fall because of this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, glass half full. I, I think um, we force so much change on the industry and racers and promoters and, and everything this year that I think there. I think there's. It's not as big of a pipe dream as you would say if you were saying the statement in February, um, which I think is cool, right? We force people to make some changes. I think I've heard riders say that they love kind of doing multiple rounds closer together and maybe hanging out in a city for a little bit longer. You can actually experience the city you're in and then you move on. So um, I don't think it's as big as a pipe dream as you think. And maybe, again, maybe we can look back and say, remember that fucked up year in 2020 when COVID hit and we had this weird-ass schedule? But you know what? Then it changed our sport for the better because now – everyone's getting a month off or so-and-so, you know, whatever. So yeah, yeah maybe yeah. a pipe dream, but I don't think it's as far fetched as you think. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty good to, to get away from the blazing hot summer nationals where everybody's miserable and it's a real test for everybody. Right. Get more family time for the people's on the teams and everything else. Uh, have a few less nationals, have cooler weather, wrap this thing up in the fall. And, uh, you know, and then like, because the, the supercross prep is insane. Like you do not need three and a half months on a supercross track to get ready. You know, that's just what the guys do, but you don't need it. It's fine. You know, you'll be okay with two months of testing before Anaheim. The thing, you know. the reason why, and it's a pipe dream is because if they cut some of the rounds, promoters not making yeah, yeah. the money. Well, or, or people, other people add races in, right. Uh, you know, other promoters and other. So someone's going to take away the money and someone will get it somewhere else. Yeah. Cause people are like, Oh, open weekend. Cool. Let's have the uh, rock star backflip contest and invite all the factory teams, you know, or whatever. So <laughs> that stuff yeah. always happens, but, uh, all right. Renthal.com, uh, Renthal reaction, 2020. Lucas I have Park. a question. Yes, go ahead. What do you, what are your guys' thoughts on, uh, the schedule being put out as it is and, and it walking right on top of motocross of nations. And obviously we can't attend 
how are you, what, what's your guys' feelings on that? Oh, I'm 100% fine with that. That race is uh, it. That's that race is extortion, and and and, <laughs> and 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 so USA. I don't care if USA ever goes again. Uh, I you know I listen. I don't care if Canada goes again. I'm not American. I did just pass my citizenship test, by the way. Um, Why would you say extortion? Because one person's making all the money. Okay. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. A shit ton of money. Okay. And the countries are spending a shit ton to go. Now, could USA spend less? Yes. Paul's been a part of the effort. I've been a part of the effort. We went, when I went, it was a shoestring budget. Paul, you were part of the more like massive expenditures in, uh, of Team right. USA. But so can they spend yes, less? Yes, they can. But regardless, they don't. They spend so much money to go there. They get very little money back. They don't like it. It's just not worth it. It's like, Hey, this isn't amateurs. This isn't an amateur thing where we show up and we're getting exposure. Like we're team USA. We're selling tickets. If there's a motocross nation that goes off without team USA, I don't care what you say. It's less of a race. Right. And I know USA got fifth and sixth, and you know, they've been getting their ass handed to them here lately. It doesn't matter. They're there. They sell tickets. And for all the work that they put in, that these teams put in and these riders put in, they're doing it for free. Not only that, Tomac told us it cost him 10 grand mm-hmm. the last time he went out of his own pocket. Why? Why go? Nostalgia. Help us out. Well, nostalgia doesn't pay the bills anymore, Kiefer. So, so for me, Paul, your question, great. Awesome. Who cares? Screw that race. Really? Yeah. Well, does France, does England, do any of those guys get any money? I mean, I, it, there has no, to be some, no, some they don't, no, like, they don't get pride to, to and, and I mean, that's, but they're to, all, to they're compete all ba- for your well, country all, is, is amazing. But they're all based there, Paul. So to, to go to these races isn't a big deal for them, right? They're all based there, not Australia. But what about when that? France came over to Redbud and beat okay. us? Yeah, and, but. And look how stoked those dudes were. No, but USA's had three of them in 60 years of the event. Three times. So, if it, as I've said many times, if Ustream could say, hey, America, we get it. It costs you a lot of money. We appreciate the sacrifices. You know what? Every third year, it's going to be in the USA. Every third year, we'll have it in the USA. Mm-hmm. I, I would be fine with that. Like, okay, like for every third year, we get to not kill ourselves to go. Right. And we're at home. So, cool. But they don't do anything. Dude, they do not care. You know, so... Yeah, screw that race. Uh, but this year, Paul, it's just a, a points-paying GP, I believe, in Matterley. That's all they're. That's how they're doing it. Oh, yeah. Like, like they're going to have an overall winner, I assume, of a country, but it's going to pay points for a GP for the and, MXGP. And none of the riders are going to give a shit then, because they're going to be out there for their points. And yeah, their... yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be totally. Di- that's going to be right. not. That's not going to be a designations to me. No. no, it won't be. It it will not be. But so that's my feelings on designations. They. It's at a terrible time. It costs a terrible amount of money. You don't get anything for it. You know. And what's the point? What's the motivation factor this year for him to do that when it's just a points paying race? Why even title it as well, a designation? Moved, and they moved it from from France to to, to England. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I don't know why they're hanging on to it. If if it was me, I'd be like, hey, we're coming back in 2021. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Paul. Um, as you can tell, I. That's a whole other podcast, but that race is, right. uh, is that race is ridiculous to me. And uh, there's only one organization that is making a ton of money from that thing, and uh, and they're not giving back. So I wouldn't go. Well, you get your wish this year. Yeah. Um, More vacation time. Yeah. So um, 
we'll see what happens. So I was going to ask which one of these races is the closest to not happening, but I said Paula earlier, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I Colorado's, wanna, let's I mean, just be positive after I was looking at it and I spent a lot of time there and, you know, the governor there is similar to our governor here in California. So uh, if that, that's another one that I totally forgot about that could not happen. Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad it's out. And I'm glad, like Paul said, you, like you said, Paul at the top, I'm glad it's not six. Nine is, is very legit, very, and they're great tracks and there'll be good tests. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think I think that the as as bad as things have been, this seems to be a pretty good schedule, and it'll be exciting to see Red Bud two times in four days. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and do you think we get any more bitching out of the NBC Gold Sports app, people? <laughs> oh fuck! For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they are they going to be upset? They're not uh, getting those those twelve. I need three rounds back of my money. Give me three rounds right. back. I'm sure my DMs are already part of it. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Rental.com for more information. Anything else, boys? Paul Parabinos, Chris Kiefer. Uh, I just want to tell everybody that Paul has been grinding hard for this upcoming amateur national at Loretta's. He's working his butt off. He's a past champion. And uh, it's nice to see the effort, Steve, that he's putting in. Me and Steve had a little argument yesterday about this whole thing. And Oh, wow. And I feel like Paul's doing the right thing, preparing to get ready for this. So I approve. I like this. He's motivated. Makes me happy. Steve? Are you two racing each other? No. Oh. We are not. We're supporting each other. Yes. And I have this thing that anything worth doing, you might as well do it right. There you go, Steve. That's what we're doing. Yeah. In the end, it doesn't even matter. But yeah, go ahead, guys. (laughs) You're right. It doesn't. But, but. I was raised to give my full effort. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Listen, hey, when I had the World Vets coming up, Paul, I went out to a sand track, you know, and did figure eights. Uh, <laughs> Dad? Dad? Want, want to have a figure eight, Dad? <laughs> um, so I, I understand that challenge. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, Hold on. Before we get off this okay. thing, can I just – it wasn't that calm, Paul. It was more of – it doesn't even matter. What's the point? It's stupid. Like just, just go. You know, listen. Yeah, ride a couple weeks and go, and just I, whatever happens. I, like I'm not going. If my kid doesn't make it, I'm not driving to Washington. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking. The I'm pr- not doing that. I'm talking about the riding, the grinding to it's, get there. It's all part of it. Going to Washington. That wasn't me. Is all part of it. Look it. I'm sure it's your bank account. <laughs> it is. I'm sure it wasn't just Heather's <laughs> bank account. But it does. You said it doesn't mean nothing. It, it does doesn't. for someone personally. It's a personal goal. Yeah. So it's, that it's Aiden's the only time. It's Aiden's only chance he'll get to race the C class at Loretta's. So Thank to you. go there for three motos mm-hmm. when you're already spending all that so, money, you might as well go to Washougal and that way you can race six. When he's fucking thirty-five years old, forty years old, he can look back and be like, "Yeah, I won the C class at Loretta's. That's still cool." He correct me if I'm wrong. He made it in the C class in one in one class. Correct out of Paula. Yes. Okay, thank right. you. Just checking. Yes. Just checking. So he was going to Loretta's yes. to ride C-Class from Paula. Yes. Regional or area it, or whatever. Got you're it. like the okay. gold pass people. Yeah. You're still going to bitch about something. It's. You're going to bitch about, look, oh, you're riding too much. You're grinding too much. You shouldn't mod his bike or you shouldn't do this. Listen, I just said, I had the World Vets coming up. I prepped. I went up to the sand track. I, <laughs> you know, like, I gave it an effort because I wanted to do my best at this dumbass World Vet National Race. Right. Okay? Yes. And I get that. Okay. 
but I didn't go to Colorado to go train at altitude for Glen Helen. <laughs> you know, I didn't go to Washington. So doing it right is cool, but there's degrees of doing it right. Okay. And, and I disagree. Well, it sounds, it system. sounds like you put in a, it sounds like you put in a, a effort prep that for like a, like a 14, nine for seventh or so. Yes. That's yes. what it sounds like yes. you put in. You, can you see didn't put in like winning prep. You can see how many practice starts he did, too. <laughs> oh, my God. That was unbelievable. <laughs> that was a major weakness in my program. A major wow. weakness in my program. That was the, the, the gray area right there? Who knew that they would drop a gate and do a start? I didn't know. They just threw that on me. Huh? Huh? So, um, yeah, it's the whole Loretta's thing. We'll, maybe we'll do another pod. We should do that. We'll do another be pod good. because I am not on board with this. When I hear of riders taking dives at Loretta's like your whole dream is to go there. And as Paul said, do it right and do your best. <laughs> and na, na, na. And then we have amateurs taking dives there to stay down in classes. Like what does this system become? You told me last night, Kiefer, that if a kid races, and uh, qualifies, qualifies yeah. in a region, but goes to another region, he bumps another kid out of that qualifying spot. Yes. Like WTF. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the flaw in, in and, that and, system. And you're saying these guys are getting $1,000 to win a moto. These so, amateurs. These monster I athletes, I, yeah. I wouldn't say he bumps somebody. He, he might bump somebody from that region, but then he also allows somebody from the previous region to get in. So it's not like no, he's, but he's already made it. more spots. No, 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 he yeah, made it in so SoCal. What? So he made it in SoCal. Yeah. So he okay. bumped, he bumped, you know, he whatever, he made it. Then he travels to Washington and bumps a Washington kid out of a spot. No, he doesn't because they take you from your home region. But so he can go. You can go race as much as you want. They're still going to take you from your home region. So you're not bumping anybody out. I I looked into this, and uh, so this is what not what Chris Kiefer told me. They they go off the power ranking of the region. So let's say you qualify out of your home region, and the power ranking is low, and you qualify at another region where the power ranking is high. They take you from that one. Mm, I thought they just took you from the home region. No, no, so, no, 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 no. So well, so it's still it's. Yeah. They're still not taking you from both regions, though. So if they take you from the higher power ranking one, the guy who got finished behind you at the lower region, he's going in. He's getting in. So what's the difference? Because the guy who is in a higher region, he got fifth, you know, could have got fourth. If the dude didn't even. They, if you race, just get DQ'd. Just like, hey, you weren't even there. You want to race? That's fine. Race. You went 1-1. One, one. All right. You got DQ'd. You got your gate drops. That's it. And then whoever got second wins. That's how it should be. Bet. That is the correct etiquette way to do it, and I think a lot of guys did do that. They'd race the first moto, and then they, if they're doing well on the second moto, they pull off for the checkered flag. I think a lot of guys do that. But right. So anyway. I mean, I think I think everybody's trying to race as much as they can because racing's been canceled for half the year. True. Steven? I got. I, I don't want to get into this. We're, 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 this, is, this, is the, this is the podcast. This, this, the podcast has, has fun. We're no longer on the same yeah, the topic it, we started it, on. It's ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. I just. I wish you guys the best, and just go do your best, and whatever happens, happens, and nothing will change. Thank you. Nothing will change. Yeah, we don't want nothing to change, but we're about to have uh, America's greatest motocross family vacation, Steve. Right. Oh. Oh. Okay, we got to go. We, we got to go. <laughs> this was about to go off another 30-minute tangent. Like. We, we got to go. <laughs> Renthal.com for more information on that product. Uh, and uh, as we said, the schedule is dropped. Paul Parabinos, Chris Kiefer. Uh, thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. All right, see ya. See ya.